Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Motherfucking mini-episode. Mini-episode. Motherfucking mini-episode. Uh-huh. Shoot. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another spectacular mini episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, 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 deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally work to prove the theories that you, the listeners, have at home. It's a mini episode. This is what the fuck we do. We talk to you. We hear your thoughts. We hear your opinions. We take all of that in. And then I do research and I make fun of you for the stupid things that you believe and say. It's a great time. It's a real fun rhythm we've built where where you send me stuff and then I berate you privately and then I berate you publicly. It truly is a, a, a coy dance that we have going. Let's never stop. Let's, let's, let's do this always, you and I, the listener at home. I'm doing well. I'm coming to you from New York City. Well, Brooklyn, New York. I'm currently working on a television show, which requires me to be here for for shoots. And it also requires me to sleep in a basement apartment where I've seen quite a few uh, uh, different specimens, bugs that I can't recognize with more legs than they should have. And rodents as tall as as uh, Honda Civics, just big fucking rats running around and digging through trash. And then I just got to go and pretend. Like that doesn't terrify me as I sleep in a basement. There also is a a gentleman who I've I've been referring to as the uh, the chairman. Who at night the room that I sleep in faces the street, and there is a chair that's placed outside of the window 
where uh, I guess the people who regularly live here just like to sit out on the, the balcony. There's no balcony. It's, again, a basement apartment, but out where like sun kind of exists. And uh, that chair sits there all the time. And then there's a light that uh, motion sensor light that goes off if anybody moves down there. And around 3 a.m., almost every night, that light goes off. And I'm pretty sure it's because a dude is sleeping where my head is. You know what I mean? And uh, I just got to settle into that because I can't pull back that curtain and see the man. And now I guess he has to kill me or I have to kill him. It becomes a Highlander situation. I don't know. I'm avoiding it. That said, I'm not avoiding today's episode because Boy, oh boy, do we have a spectacular submission, a submission from a a person named Jack sent me this on Instagram. And as soon as he sent it to me, I I jumped with joy and horror at what he shared. It truly is. It's one of my favorite submissions I've received, and I can't wait to share it with you all. I'm going to play it now. Hey, Langston, I love your show. I've listened to every episode. You were asking for submissions earlier, and this is my submission. My dad uh, used to say anytime he watched a black athlete do well, that something about the positioning of black people's noses Uh was more conducive to breathing oxygen, (laughs) and that made them faster. Um, I never understood it. Uh, I haven't heard anyone else have that theory. So... uh, (laughs) If you want to research that, there you go, man. Um, I love you so much. Keep doing what you're doing. Be safe. Oh, boy. Thank you for this, Jack. What? Oh, man. So much to unpack in that bad boy. First of all, the reason you've never heard anyone else say that is because that's the type of old timey racism that doesn't exist anymore. That's like some Ty Cobb shit, Jack. That's that's racism of of a yesteryear back when. Tobacco was what we sold in America. (laughs) That's fucking crazy. He said the position of the nose. And when I heard that, my first instinct was, what the fuck does he think? Does he think our noses hang lower? Are they higher? I don't understand what he meant by position. But what I I think I I later uh, sort of gathered in in attempting at least some version of research. And keep in mind, this is not an easily researched theory, I I think uh, Jack pointed it out. His dad isn't exactly pulling from uh, peer-reviewed sources when he he references this. This is coming from, I guess he probably has some peers who reviewed it, but they also are filled with hate or a type of uh, resentment that, you know, just isn't hidden in the science books. That said, I think what he's referring to in the position is the fact that, like, noses sit differently depending on their width and shape. And so, in theory, what he's arguing is that the the Africanized nose is is somehow sitting in a way that allows for oxygen to flow more effectively through it and thus make us, I guess, better athletes. What upset me, maybe more than anything, was the suggestion, and this was my issue earlier when they with the leg tendon, is they never give all of us the the cool credit for the noses. They're never like, Nigga noses are just better and they get more oxygen. And that's why sometimes their athletes are more successful. They go, oh, that one's winning. Uh, that motherfucker got a fancy nose. It's never it, it, you know, it's never equal opportunity. We all just have great noses. It's just if we're succeeding, our nose is better. And if we're losing, 
good motherfucker, you do crack and have diabetes. You're you're very uh, strategic in the way that you allow us to succeed, and it's fucking disgusting. I'll never forgive you, Whitey. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts connect the alarm change the podcast you stream connect the snooze 10 more minutes to dream connect the shower lather up with the news sports talk comedians or movie reviews connect with that 3 hour philosophy show Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Anyway, Jack, I wanted to do some research. I dug into some research to really get a sense of of where your father's hate is coming from. And one of the things that I found is an article that was on CNN that sort of talked about the these sort of like differences in the way that noses are shaped uh, between African and European populations. And so researchers found that the bigger the volume of the nasal cavity, the bigger the maxillary sinuses in both African and European populations consistently meaning the bigger your nasal cavity is, the bigger these maxillary uh, sinus uh, things are. And it appears that the sinuses basically make room for the nose. So if you got a big-ass nose, you have smaller sinuses. And sim- similarly, if you have a tiny nose, then you have bigger sinuses. And that, ba- that makes sense. They found that maxillary sinuses tended to be about 36% larger in people of European ancestry versus African ancestry because Europeans tend to have narrower nose shapes. That's, that's what these researchers found. 
And so then I started asking myself, hey, Langston, I was talking to myself. I'm always talking to myself. I'm very alone constantly. And this New York trip has not helped. Truly, I might start bonding with this man in the chair because there is no one else to answer these questions. So I had to say to myself, hey, Langston. And I said, yeah. And then I said, why do Europeans have narrow noses? And I said, that's a good motherfucking question. We got to look that up. And I said, thank you. And then I started research and appears no shape is tied to adaptations in climate, basically meaning in cold climate, it's advantageous to have a narrower nose. That's so when the person inhales, more air comes into contact with the mucosal surface of the nose, meaning you're only getting the the air on the stuff that the mucus that heats it and makes it more uh, uh breathable and it provides moisture and and that narrow nose maximizes that surface area, which basically means if that is in fact true, and I believe it to be true, which basically means that black people with our wider noses and smaller maxillary sinuses, that's what sinuses do. They provide that moisture that that makes the air more breathable and, and, and sort of like digestible. I don't think we're digesting our air, but I'm not a science man. But basically, the black people with our wider noses are at a major disadvantage when it comes to breathing in America compared to our white counterparts. We wasn't meant to breathe here. We was kings once. We was kings in Africa. And then you took us from that and you got us out here breathing funny because we weren't meant to be here, you dumb bitch. That said, so not only did white people steal us from our lands and send us to this cold ass environments like like Boston and Baltimore and Buffalo, but then they now resent us for learning despite their best efforts to breathe effectively in these white spaces. Your small little nose is an advantage to you. You should be running faster. And the fact that you're not running faster is because you bitches don't believe in yourselves. It ain't got nothing to do with the shape of my nose, you goofy whore. It's got something to do with the shape of your heart. You got to believe in you. If you're going to run as fast as you possibly can, these athletes aren't excelling because of the shape of their nose. They're excelling because their dad's left. And that motivated them in a way that no one else could. (laughs) And these fathers leave and they feel fucking motivated to jump and kick in a way that that has nothing to do with race. It truly is just lineage. Shame on you, Jack's dad. So then, I, I, you know, additionally, I would like to point this out because I started to look at, are there any noses that do, in fact, provide a disadvantage? Noses that, that fuck up the opportunity for breathing the way that you're supposed to breathe and might affect the way that you could play sports or participate in, in physical activities. And it turns out, I'm going to whisper at you for a second, dear listeners, because this is where I got, whoo, I got. I got hot, baby. I got fucking. I got fuck. Ooh, I got excited when I read this because it turns out that the biggest disadvantage for people breathing is a crooked nose. I'll repeat that. It's a crooked nose. And that basically means that like a an Owen Wilson is at a severe disadvantage. You know, Owen Wilson, his nose looks like those lasers that come out of dark side's eyes. You know what I mean? It just. It goes in every direction. It's just bouncing around in, in a shape. 
that's unrecognizable to the way that humans' noses are supposed to be. But that that shape is, in fact, a disadvantage. And I would argue that the cause of those crooked noses, the cause of that crookedness is largely related to the years and years of inbreeding that white people have taken part in. Huh? Y'all don't hear me? All these uh, uh, monarchies you built where you fucked each other until you, you made weird little cousins with, with strange arms and, and oddly shaped noses. That's your fault. You guys only wanted to mush into each other. You wanted this pure, uh, untouched race. And now half your kids look like sick animals on Sarah McLaughlin commercials. That's just that's some shit y'all did. So you didn't end up with a crooked nose because your parents aren't cousins, right? You ended up with a crooked nose because they are, in fact, related. And then part of me wonders if that's why white people are constantly pushing these Eurocentric beauty standards. It's not because you actually believe that the most beautiful version of a human being is this crooked nosed, bug eyed creature, cretin. That, that you keep putting in magazines, it's because you want other races to take on these same gruesome white traits as a way of evening the score. You're tired of our Negroid noses finding a way to continue to breathe the air that your crooked noses no longer are able to breathe. And the only way to make it so that your face doesn't look ruined is to try to ruin the faces of the people around you. The point is, Jack, and Jack's dad, who I assume is a dedicated listener, I have to imagine Jack's dad loves the podcast. He cannot get enough of my fun riffs about the, the white devil and, uh, <laughs> and all of its treachery. But black people's noses don't don't seem to be providing any major advantages in sports or breathing or any of those things. There's no nigga tilt that's bringing more wind in. There is only a Caucasian tilt that's keeping the love out. Mm. Goddamn. What a way to to punctuate a lesson, a hard. Uh, ooh, I really served it up to you. Hot Jack's dad. I hope you learned. I hope you grew from this. I have to assume you're probably in your mid 70s. So you're you're primed for growth. You know what I mean? You're right in the age group of people who are constantly growing and changing and finding themselves born anew, behaving differently. There's no chance that you'll just uh, die this way and be this person for the rest of always. Nope. You're you're a brand new man, Jack's dad. And I'm glad I provided that lesson for you. Okay, well, this was a fantastic mini episode truly one of my finest yet and i've done three <laughs> okay bye Luga, please motherfucking mini episode mini episode motherfucking mini episode motherfucking mini episode mini episode Motherfucking mini episode. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. 
It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.